Enjoy local voices. Enjoy local opinions. All on one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast DC is the new local app with hundreds of DC area podcasts. Featuring some of the DC area's best personalities, pundits, and provocateurs. Earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts you love instantly. With new programs being added every week, don't hesitate. Download Podcast DC now for free. Available in the App Store or in Google Play. Podcast DC. Listen local. Mean Old Lion Media presents Wardrobe Boss. Hey you, welcome to the Wardrobe Boss Podcast and thank you for joining the conversation today. I'm your host, Eliza Perilla, personal stylist, and I am the Wardrobe Boss. Uh, we meet right here to talk style, successful mindsets, fashion, dressing and winning wardrobes, and whatever else comes across our mind. Uh, today is really exciting because we're talking with the president of Guardrobe, a company who provides luxury wardrobe services like no other, Doug Greenberg, my dear friend. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me on, Liza. It's a, it's a real pleasure and, and, and an honor. So uh, looking forward to it. Now, Doug, we met years ago through, well, I met you like way before this, but then I always kept you in mind and I had to recommend your services to someone who didn't know how much they needed your services. And um, that's kind of where this whole relationship and your company comes in because your company is very unique with very unique services that are really um, pertinent to New Yorkers who have luxury wardrobes, but not only those, not only those New Yorkers and, and outside of New York too, right? West Coast. So um, tell us about the luxury wardrobe management services that your business provides, like what that entails and what makes Guardrobe so unique? Well, thanks for the kind words. Yeah, uh, so uh, this is our 20th year in business. Uh, Guardrobe pioneered the concept of a cyber closet valet service. So our members uh, utilize our facility, which is climate controlled, air purified, moth-free environment for uh, material damaging, insect-free environment, basically a museum quality climate uh, location to store their off-season or infrequently worn wardrobes. Uh, and 20 years ago, we were the first storage company in the world to utilize the internet to basically provide a window. So our cyber closet is is uh, uh, essentially a window where our members can view uh, each article of clothing in their off-site closet. So uh, we'll go to their home, provide a white glove pickup service, bring the garments, shoes, accessories, furs back to our facility, professionally photograph it and catalog it with the designer, the size, the color, the fabric, the season, and then create their cyber closet. And so if we're storing, like this time of year, storing their winter wardrobe uh, because they want, you know, they want to protect their off-season pieces, not just shove them to the back of the closet. Uh, should they need something from their winter wardrobe right now, they access their cyber closet as if they're shopping online, and it's super simple. Uh, you just create a cart, uh, but you know, when you check out, you don't have to give your credit card. These are your own clothes. You just tell us, hey, I, these are the pieces I need. Uh, we deliver everything ready to wear. That's our promise to our members: is ready to wear delivery, so it'll be steamed and pressed in iron. And we do offer complimentary same-day delivery in Manhattan or Los Angeles uh, 
as well as worldwide shipping. So you have access to your clothes, whether you're in the Hamptons or Malibu or Palm Beach or St. Bart's or Europe, anywhere you are, we can get you your clothes. And so, um, you know, what we do is pretty straightforward. Like you said, provide this luxury wardrobe management service. But the fun part is really how our members utilize the service because they, they you know, they're fashion devotees, uh, they're celebrities, they're entertainers, uh, they're uh, couture collectors, fashion designers. Uh, so depending on their lifestyle, uh, we customize the service based on their needs. So when a person goes into their closet, their cyber closet, because I know how it works because I sent a client to you. So you pick up you have a pickup, you go to their home, you send a team to their home, they pick everything up, they go back to your facility, they archive every single thing, and then they store it according to category. So if I get up at 3 a.m., which is exactly what I wanted to do for this particular client who sometimes just wanted to say, you know, I have so many clothing, I have so many um, pieces of clothing, what do I own? What do I have? Oh, where's that dress from Tom Ford? Or where's that? And so then at three o'clock, whenever you want, you just get up and you look at your closet and you look at everything you have. And for some people that can take hours and hours. So how do you make it simple for them to, I know it's categorized, but simple for them to say, Oh, okay. That's the Tom Ford. Like, does it go by designer? Does it go by dress length? Does it go by, because that seems like it can take all day. Oh, I'm trying to find this one particular thing. Yeah. Well, you know, some of our clients do have really extensive wardrobes. So the cyber closet, there are many, many filters and we can also do a lot of customization. So we can create, depending on our client's lifestyles, we could set up like a ski category. For example, the client that, 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 that we work with together might have a large ski category. And so if they know they're going to Utah or Aspen or Switzerland, uh, they can simply just go into ski and request all or select individual items if they want to. But it's super simple to just say ski all and then uh, just let us know where you're going to be and we'll get it to you. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the, the cyber closet really, it, it's not something that we just got off the shelf or installed from the app store or whatever. We built it from the ground up and we know our members sometimes have extremely ex extensive wardrobes and over time they add more and add more and they often have similar items, sometimes the same item in different sizes. So right. it really is important that the cyber closet can sort of help them filter their search very mm -hmm. easily and find what they need. And that, that that's uh, that's the customization really because some of our clients that they'll have a stylist like you and they'll create capsules within the cyber closet. So there might be a St. Bart's capsule or there might be an Aspen capsule. And so uh, they sort of don't have to look through everything to, to find uh, the specific items they need. However, sometimes they do just want to come in and, and look at all. And, and then they'll, uh, you know, very often they'll discover things that they sort of forgot their hat. I think uh, nice. they forgot that they had. The collector's mindset, whether it's wine or baseball trading cards or couture, um, you tend to, uh, you know, add, and then you, you forget you have this thing and you're, uh -huh. you know, oh my God, I love that piece. I forgot I have this piece. And so it really is almost um, like a, a, a joy for our members to log into the cyber closet sometimes and, and discover things they forgot they had. And, and it's, already, you know, it's in their size and you know, they love it because they bought it. And, you know, what's interesting about that is that um, it's so different, right? From a storage facility. And that's really what we're talking about here. And that's basically how you and I came to be, right? Our friendship came to be because I knew someone who had museum pieces when they die and they have a museum in 
a random storage facility. And when you invest in these kind of things or things you've performed in or iconic performances, you know, you can't put that in a box in storage. You can't put this gown that it took 25 hours of beating in it, fold it up and put it in a piece of plastic and put it in a storage. Like you just can't do that. And that's the beauty of your service. Um, do people have to be invited to membership or can anyone purchase a membership with guard rope? Yeah, there's, we, we, we won't send anybody away. We don't turn anyone away. Um, you know, going back to your point, I, I, you know, sort of like real estate location, location, location in terms right. of where you're storing your clothes is critical. The climate, uh, the lighting, you know, uh, if there's sun, uh, sun fading, if there's harsh lighting that can light yes. fade garments, uh, material damaging insects, like I said, clothes moss are a major issue. Uh, a lot of our clients are, are terrified of their dry cleaner because they've had a bad experience. So, you know, that's sort of what we bring to the table is knowing all the best service providers. We're not a dry cleaner, but we know the best ones. Right. We, you know, we're not a leather specialist. We're not the furrier, but we make those arrangements. We work with the best service providers in the nation uh, and advise our members where to keep everything. I think your point about um, you can't just put it into a standard storage. Sadly, far too many of our members come to us after finding out the hard way, like storing something in a basement yeah. or an attic or a mini storage. And then they end, they go and they get something or their assistant goes and gets something and they see moth damage or they'll see mold or mildew and, it, or it just doesn't feel right because it's been in a damp uh, area for, for far too long. And then the fabric just doesn't seem the way it did when it was new. So that's really um, what garderobe is about. It, it's, it's, it's about pre preservation. So, uh, everything in nature will age, especially delicate couture uh, uh, fabrics and all of that. The, the, everything will age over time. What guardrobe is really good at doing is slowing down that aging process significantly. So if a garment might look its best for, you know, one year or two years in your closet, we're going to keep, you know, 10, 15, 20 years looking its best. And that's what our members really appreciate. They love their clothes uh, you know, garderobe, that's what it means in old French is protect clothing. That, that's that's in essence what we do is we protect your clothing, we keep it accessible, and we manage it for you so you don't have to manage it. And what's really special about that is that sometimes people, they just invest in all this clothing, but then they leave it to someone who knows nothing about how to manage or care for this particular clothing. And then before you know it, it's a complete disaster. I, you know, you have been there, you've seen it, you know, everyone you, you, always says my housekeeper ruins this, but you should know, like, you can't just tell your housekeeper, you can't blame it on the housekeeper. You know, what does she know about? Right. It's a great point about, you know, your staff. Certainly there's a lot of information on the guardrail blog that, that, you know, any housekeeper or, or, or you know, lady in waiting type of valet type person should, should really be familiar with. Um, so, so there's just uh, it, it, you can't expect those people to know what we know or what have you. So we, I think you, uh, you bring up a good point that um, if you're going to take the time to, uh, buy these luxury items, uh, you know, either invest in someone who knows how to how to take care or, or take the time to do it yourself. Um, I read an article. It's not just like, uh, uh, you know, like a housekeeper or whatever. I read an article that was in Vogue magazine and they were talking about, oh, I, I, you know, one of the editors said, uh, you know, I use those vacuum things where you suck out the air to compress everything and then I store it under my bed. That's just about the worst thing you could do. So even people who think they're in the know, they don't know 
what they don't know. Uh, all natural fibers need to breathe. So when you use one of those things that sucks out the air to compress everything, you're actually choking that garment and just shortening its lifespan significantly. So it isn't just about not having a knowledgeable housekeeper. Just, you know, people just don't know the first thing about textile preservation and garment care, uh, yet they own an expensive wardrobe. So, uh, like I said, it, they either need to take some time and spend some time on our blog or, um, you know, they can engage our service and then they don't really need to worry about it because, you know, then it's on our plate and not theirs. Can your blog be found on Instagram or solely on your website? It's it's on our website, although we do post a lot of this uh, same content on our social media channels at, at Endless Closets. Um, but, yeah, our blog is goes back over a decade uh, of stories, and it's really uh, – it's really – about protecting clothing. It's really, you know, the, the, yes. the guard robe, protecting clothing. That's really what most of the content is, is about. Even though we're going to do this at the end of the podcast, can you please give out that website or the address to your blog right now? Sure, yeah, guard robe online, guard, G-A-R-D-E-R-O-B-E online.com. Guard a robe, the French spelling, which, you know, if for anyone who travels around the world, you know, guard robe means, you know, a place to store your clothing or the coat check. Right. Um, and, and so, um, you know, that's what we are, a place to keep your clothes. Now, I can't tell you how many times I go into people's homes, and it doesn't matter if they're a working person to an A-lister. I've seen it in all, right, in all kind of closets. But I always am surprised, believe it or not, right? This shouldn't surprise me, but it does. Every time I see a fur coat in people's closets at home in New York City, I cringe because I know that like you invested so much money in that coat and you're not properly taking care of it and it's going to dry out and blah, blah, blah. And so, and I noticed with A-listers, they have these elaborate gorgeous fur coats, but they're too afraid to wear it because of PETA. So right. it's just sitting there like a showpiece, but it's in a closet. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, very similar to what I said before, you know, if you're going to invest in the fur piece, which are generally very expensive, you just have to invest in that cold storage where, you know, you can definitely keep it in your closet during the winter months, you know, when you're wearing it regularly, right. like the, the scenario you described where it's sitting in there for year after year after year. That's where, you know, it, it is an animal hide. Uh, it will dry out. The skin will dry yes. out. And then the fur falls, you know, the hair falls out basically from the, oh. it starts to crack. Like it needs to be glazed. It needs to be conditioned. It needs to be cleaned regularly. So it's really, if, if you, you know, make sure you're working with a reputable furrier, uh, you know, take the time or send someone on your behalf to make sure they're actually running the climate control, that it is like 50 degrees with a high humidity. So then we have, there's two different sort of climates. For standard garments, regular non-fur garments, uh, you sort of want to keep a level temperature, level humidity, anywhere in the, you know, the high 60s, low 70s is fine. Uh, with a low relative humidity, that sort of ideal climate for for the um, standard textiles. But the cool, the cold storage, it's really like a meat locker because in essence, <laughs> that's what it what you're, what you're trying to do is preserve that animal hide. And it's it's more like 50 degrees with a higher humidity to keep everything sort of moist uh, without drying out. So uh, you got to invest in the furrier. If you're going to invest in the fur, uh, you got to invest in the furrier. If it's like 
these are hand-me-down furs from grandmas, you know, or whatever. If you can't afford for any reason to pay, you know, then just pick one that you love and make sure you treat it properly. Uh, you can certainly consign or donate the other ones and uh, make sure you're putting that, uh, that precious fur uh, in the cold storage during the warm uh, summer months. It's, it's absolutely critical. Otherwise, you know, uh, it, it's, you're shortening the life uh, of that fur. So if someone goes to invest in a fur, should the place that they buy it for, should they find out, does this place come with a storage, just like if you're buying a boat, right? Does it come with a storage for the winter months? Is that something that they should do? Yeah, I mean, most of the prominent furriers, Jay Mendel, Dennis Basso, exactly. they, they have for, you know, Bergdorf Goodman and, and, and Sachs and stuff, they offer, for, you know, fur storage and things like that. Uh, we don't consider ourselves like in competition with that. Our members are storing all of their wardrobe and we'll gladly take their furs and bring it to the furrier on their behalf so they don't have to have two vendors and two points of contact. We're happy to manage it all for them. But even if you, like I said, if you just, if you're going to buy a fur, absolutely, you can ask uh, your personal shop. Or, or, or the manager of the store, if they provide that cold storage, um, you know, cold, but not all cold storage facilities are equal. I mean, there's the ones that sort of um, uh, are mass market, if you will, and then there's the ones that actually have, you know, the experienced, knowledgeable furrier that's going to inspect everything, determine, you know, if it needs to be cleaned, determine if it needs to be glazed, and 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 all of those things. So, uh, you want more than just fur storage. You want a, a, a an expert furrier. Uh, who's going to uh, be providing the care for that garment. And if someone does have an inheritance fur coat or a family heirloom fur coat and they just need to recondition or do some glazing, where would you recommend, or I wouldn't say where, but is there a place or places that they can go that they can do it that it's not super ridiculously expensive? In yeah, and just, you know, furrier services aren't, uh, you know, Everything in New York and L.A. tends to be, you know, so it depends sort of where you're listening to this. Right. You know, there there are, you know, there are reputable services like Stallion in New York. There's another one, Polo Georgis, uh, you know, that, that do, there's Edwards Lowell in, uh, in, in Los Angeles that have been around forever. So, you know, it's not an outrageously expensive thing. Uh, I think on average, it's about, you know, anywhere, depending on the type of fur, maybe $85 a year to $125 a year to store the fur. Uh, and then the cleaning and the glazing will be, will be determined based on the type of fur. Sometimes it can be more costly, but uh, you don't necessarily need to do it uh, unless you're wearing the fur out and it's, you know, you're out in the you know, with the buses and, and the exhaust and all of that, then you'll need to clean it regularly. But if it's sort of remaining in the cold storage, uh, you'll really only need to do that once. Now, if someone's walking with a fur, like we've seen this in a couple of films, and um, the PETA throws paint on them, <laughs> can you get paint off of a fur? I just, I, I have to. Yeah, I think it depends on, um, you know, the type of paint and the type of fur and all of that. But in, in general, you know, that's, uh, uh, you know, I understand both sides. Um, you know, there's folks who just, um, you know, are, are strong, strongly in favor of animal uh, rights and all of that. And uh, I understand. But, you you know, breaking the law and, and uh, assaulting someone, uh, you know, I, I certainly never advocate that. So, you know, in terms of uh, that's going to be a tough one, frankly. I, I'd be surprised if any furrier uh, can get, like, real paint out of there. I see sometimes they'll throw, like, um, almost like chalk or whatever, like, the, you know, just trying to sort of make a right. statement. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, 
um, you know, that's not something that <laughs> that's not something your your local furrier is trained on. That would be a one off scenario. Exactly. OK. Um, does membership grant access to all services or can your services be purchased a la carte? That's a great question. So now, uh, as, a, as a guard room member, you're, you're privy to all the services. You can utilize both facilities on both coasts. Um, you know, some of our members only use one service. For example, they'll just do the seasonal service. So this time of year, it's the summer, uh, we'll have all their winter coats and boots and sweaters. And then when it starts to cool off in October, uh, their stylist will call us and say, hey, let's do a seasonal switch. Uh, we'll deliver the fall, winter, pick up the spring, summer, and then the process is the exact reverse the following spring. Uh, some of our members don't really use our service that way. They use it more like as an archive. So it's mm -hmm. long-term preservation in between wares, maybe a year or two or three in between wares for their finest evening wear, their finest black tie, their couture, uh, their specialty red carpet items for the celebrities and things like that. Some of the things are, are never to be worn again. So we do have some estates for some entertainers that have passed away where we're preserving their costumes. We have some uh, widows and widowers who just, uh, it's just too soon to get rid of their uh, deceased right. relatives right. things. So they'll hold on to those or the estate will pay for those. So now we, we, a lot of our members are archiving things for the long haul. Some of them are saving their wedding dress. Some of them are saving things for their kids to wear. Some of them are just saving things that they wore on stage and screen. So it really depends on, on their particular needs. We, most of our members also, Eliza, they, they've got multiple residences or they travel or both. So uh, the beauty of guard robe is anything that's in our facilities can be shipped and, and delivered worldwide. So they can just take off with, you know, no, no suitcases, just a good book, get on a plane, whether it's private or commercial, and they uh, arrive at their destination. All, all they have to do is tell us which articles of clothing, shoes, accessories, and furs they need at their destination. We'll pack everything. They can travel luggage-free, and everything will be waiting for them upon arrival. Um, and, and then, of course, if you're in the fashion industry, if you're a designer, we do a lot of archiving, like for Carolina Herrera and Vera Wang, some of the top you know, heritage design houses that have irreplaceable uh, you know, impeccable uh, right. archives, you know, we're protecting those things, preserving them for, you know, future generations, for, for you know, for education, uh, you know, uh, you know, we've worked with museums and institutions like the De Young Museum, helping uh, them with the Oscar de la Renta exhibit a few years ago. So um, right. a lot of things we're doing with design houses and institutions. And then, Eliza, sometimes our members will just have us inventory things, not necessarily keep them in our facility or store them, but we're doing it for insurance purposes. Uh, we'll, we'll arrange an appraisal so they not only know what they have, but the value of what they have, God forbid, they had a theft or, or a fire or something like that. Uh, they would easily uh, be reimbursed by their uh, insurance company. Also, for styling and shopping purposes, so we create the cyber closet so a stylist like yourself can sort of look at the cyber closet with their clients and say, all right, well, you have this fabulous pantsuit. Uh, let's go shopping and let's get you some shoes and a handbag to go with it. Uh, you know, and so really uh, the cyber closet can be utilized solely as an inventory management tool, but it can also be utilized, uh, you know, for valuations, for, for values, uh, for insurance purposes, as well as styling. So when these clients, right, they have their personal staff, including their personal stylist, get clothing for them. They call They call in the items they want from you. You deliver them. But how does the owner manage what items are going back and forth if they're utilizing different staff to get it for them? That's a great question. So, you know, 
in, sometimes we deal with the owner of the clothes directly, but in most cases, there's an intermediary like a stylist or a professional closet organizer. Sometimes there'll be an image consultant or an estate manager. So it really depends. But their level in, of involvement is really up to them. So, you know, very often, uh, like the stylist will be our only point of contact. We don't even really talk to the owner of the clothes. Very often, the owner of the clothes won't even be in the country when we're doing what we're doing. So we'll do a seasonal switch. Uh, they'll be in Europe somewhere. But when they come back, uh, their closet has been transitioned from fall, winter to spring, summer, because when they come back, it's going to be summer. So, um, you know, it's it's totally up to them, their level of involvement. Sometimes, some of them are very involved because their wardrobe is so precious to them that they don't, quote unquote, outsource it to their assistant or to their stylist. But others, it's just the the convenience and elegance of having their stylist manage this whole process for them where they literally don't have to lift a finger, uh, but they have everything at their fingertips. That's what they love is the white glove aspect of guard robes. So, um, you know, to each his own, uh, very often we're not really in communication with the owner of the clothes. So with your wardrobe, uh, your travel wardrobe delivery service, I know that a lot of my clients actually hire me to pack for them because they cannot deal with packing, especially when they're going from a cold climate to the Caribbean, back to a medium climate, back to another climate, and they're doing all this traveling right for a couple of months and things like that. With your service, it's, it's fascinating to me, right, that you collect their travel wardrobe and then it arrives at their hotel or residence before the client does. And it's in ready to wear condition. How you pull that off, I'd love to know. But I also want to know, do you include jewelry with that? Because jewelry is such, I always tell my clients, never pack jewelry. Never. You have to take that with you. And yeah. You know, some people rather put it on their person because of the insurance and all of the red tape, right, with traveling with jewelry or shipping jewelry. It's too much. So I guess my question is, does your wardrobe delivery service include packing jewelry, shipping jewelry or storing jewelry? Yeah, that's a good question. We only can handle, for insurance purposes, a costume jewelry. Uh, if, um, you know, you really need sort of a guard robe for jewelry, there is a company called Malka Meat. Uh, right. that, you know, uh, but they show up with like a Brinks truck and the guys have guns and everything. It's a really uh, right. sort of different level of protection for those things. You'll often see their trucks parked on, you know, in the Diamond District on, on 46th Street or, or what have you. So, um, so that's who I would advise our members to use for fine jewelry transportation worldwide. In terms of what we're doing, yeah, our members, very often will travel to different type of climates. Uh, we had a, a, a guard room member, a couple, they were like traveling around the world and we would create these capsules for them. So the warm weather stuff would go when they were in the warm weather climates like Thailand. And then when they went to like New Zealand and, and uh, Switzerland and stuff, we were sending them uh, stuff for cold weather clothes. So, right. um, you know, it, it, it that's the elegance and the beauty of wardrobe, the convenience of being able to access things. Uh, you know, I remember hearing story. My dad would say, oh, and I had to run out and buy a, a coat, you know, I had to <laughs> like yeah. while on vacation or whatever. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, we, we sort of solved that problem for our members. Um, they can have access to their clothes no matter where they are and they can plan ahead. And, you know, in a fashion emergency, we can always drop everything and overnight them something uh, in a pinch uh, for a fashion emergency, make sure they have what they need. 
And do you ever run across any problems with that, with customs and other countries? And probably not at that level, but I'm sure even at that level, right? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, the one thing is when you place a very high replacement value on any shipment, that's going to sort of uh, alert customs. Like, oh, I want <laughs> what's in here. Let me take a look at this. So that's one of the things. Guard rope, because of the nature of our business, we, you know, we include a letter for customs and we do all this paperwork, essentially letting uh, customs know that, you know, these are personal effects. These, it's essentially unaccompanied baggage. Uh, that, the, you know, that's in that box and, and that we're doing this as a convenience, that we're a wardrobe storage. These are these are not items for resale. That's really what customs is trying to determine. Is someone trying to pull a fast one here, import these goods and then without getting duties and then sell them right. in, in a different country? That's not what our members are doing. So we don't really have an issue. Uh, but if someone did try and pull a fast one, you know, that's that's where you run into the, the potential to get charged uh, uh, duties. Uh, for for import taxes and things like that. In general, uh, our members are, are, are savvy. Uh, as long as we have, you know, their itinerary and everything, and we can prove that, you know, they're essentially on vacation. As you know, there's a lot of uh, companies that will pick up your luggage and, and meet you. Uh, you know, it, it'll you're, you'll meet your suitcase on the other end. That's essentially what we're doing in this case, except that the clothes are, aren't coming from their home closet. It's coming from their offsite closet. Yes. Yes. What happens? happens listen life happens things happen okay what happens if a client misses more than several payments you can't locate them or they have some financial disaster from one day to the next and you have closets full of stuff for them i mean do yeah. these items get auctioned off Listen, I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't do that, but I have to ask this question. Oh, no, it's a fair question. You know, items. like legally, I believe we could do that. Yeah, we could just create an auction and, and, and publicize it. And, uh, but that's not the way we work. Uh, we're not mercenary people here. I, you know, we're a small, I'm a small business owner. Our members are a part of our success. So listen, I, I know that stuff has happened. You know, like after the crash in 2008, uh, Wall Street, several of our members were like employees, you know, at like Lehman Brothers and Bear Stern companies that that went under so we basically approached them and said listen you know you're going to be back on your feet soon uh we'll just freeze your account let us know when things are back to normal we did this actually last year with covid too a lot of our member you know most of our members are well healed and, and and doing well financially but everyone was you know a lot of people took a big hit last year so we just froze a couple people's accounts we didn't just say Come and pick up your clothes. You're done. That's just not the way we work. We tried to work with them. Some of them just said, you know what? You know, bring me my clothes back. I'm done. And, and that's fine. But most of them were, were very appreciative and said, you know, uh, I'll call you in six months and, and we'll reinstate. And that's what we did. So, you know, I, I view it, you know, I, I guess sort of like a, a storage locker owner would probably be happy when there's a deadbeat and they can auction it off. They probably make more money off the auction than they were making off the um, the rental of, of the storage unit to begin with. But that's right. not that's not our mo. Uh, right. We just uh, you know if we were to do some if someone were to totally disappear and all of that and we just couldn't track them down and they just didn't want to deal with it. We would do a charitable thing and we would give it to a charity like Memorial Sloan Kettering Boutique or something like that. It just isn't in our nature to sell our members' belongings for profit. It just doesn't seem right. Now, one of the invaluable services you offer is seamstress and tailoring. 
And that is one of the things where most of my clients get stuck. And it's really hard for people who are very busy to go to a tailor, have them measure you, whatever, then go back and pick it up. Like people really don't have time for that. And even when I have my own list of seamstresses to come in, they are not inexpensive, as you would know. So my question is, do you offer 24-hour seamstress tailor services and what is the turnaround time? Because the people on your level, everything is needed yesterday. <laughs> you couldn't have said it. That's 100% right. Um, there are fashion emergencies. And, yeah, we're lucky to have sort of a roster of sort of, um, you know, expert seamstresses uh, who can visit our, our members' homes. Uh, so very, and most often these things happen in the evening, not during work hours and things like that. And the turnaround time, honestly, depends on the type of work that they're doing. You know, I always try and tell our members, don't try and rush uh, an expert because you, don't you want the work to be perfect? Obviously, we understand time deadlines and there's an event and, you know, I need it by Friday or what have you. But at the same time, I'm always trying to, uh, you know, inform our members that, you know, give them the time to do it right and and you'll be happier in the end. So um, we're lucky. Most of the alteration specialists that we know came recommended from one of our other members. So we know uh, if she's good enough for Mrs. X, she's going to be just fine for Mrs. Y because, you know, if they can uh, handle sort of that level of couture and that level of, 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 you know, demanding nature of some of our members, we know they're going to do just fine with some of our other members. So that's really how most of our service providers that we work with, whether it's a dry cleaner, alterations, leather specialists, uh, restoration companies. We always ask our members, how was your experience with such and such? How was your experience with such you know, right. they're just like, you know, this is the best seamstress. Uh, you know, I've tried a million seamstresses and, and she's the best I've ever worked with. That's all I really need to know. Then then I'm, I'm happy to go out on a limb and say, you know, she comes highly recommended from one of our members. Uh, and, and that's really how we've built this great roster of seamstresses. Pretty awesome. The last question I'll ask you, because I can ask you so many questions. Um, A lot of my clients are always weary about hangers. I don't want to hang that on a hanger. I don't want to use that hanger. I don't want to use, and I always say these hangers are for this, these hangers are for that, these hangers. But some people are like, no, it's too delicate. I don't want to hang it up on hangers. So my question is, do you use special hangers? And how do you store delicate fabrics like cashmere? Two-part question. Does the cashmere go in warmer climate or climate control? That's a great, you know, those are great questions. So first of all, going back to the hangers, you know, for aesthetics, I often see that uh, people will set up their their closet. It'll look beautiful by color and everything, and it's by length, and it's beautiful aesthetically. But if you're using uniform hangers, you're not doing your your wardrobe justice. You know what I mean? There are special hangers, you know, pantsuit hangers, coat hangers. You know, if you you know if you use sort of those slimline hangers on certain heavier garments, it creates like those rabbit ears, like on the shoulders, and that's yeah. really what you want to avoid. So uh, yeah. yes, you have to have, you know at Guardrobe, I think we have like 18 different types of hangers that we might select depending on the type of garment, also the width of the garment. You know, how big is this? person is it is it a 250 pound man or 120 pound woman uh, that yeah. also will determine you know what type of hanger we'll use now going back to what you said we would never ever and i think your clients are probably right they probably had that bad experience things uh stretchable fabric knits 
bias cut material should never, ever, 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 I don't know how many times I can say ever, be on a hanger because they will stretch over time. Like a heavily beaded gown. Uh, we go into closets all the time and, you know, they're beautiful walk-in closets. And we see gowns that, you know, heavily embellished, beading, heavy on hangers. And then, you know, one time I was in the closet and, and one's like, oh, what happened to this one? It doesn't even fit anymore. What happened is gravity. <laughs> you know, right. it's just pulling it down. It's, it's, right. It should be stored flat in a, in a breathable box with acid-free tissue on all the folds to avoid any creasing. That's how garderobe would store it at our facility. Same with knits. So like a cashmere sweater, never store it on a hanger, uh, store it flat. If you're concerned about like off season, you know, there are breathable storage uh, um, sweater bags that you can use and, and keep and they have sort of a clear front so you can see them, uh, but they're still protected for the off season. So, yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, use different types of hangers. And when, you know, get familiar with the different types of fabrics. If it's stretchable, uh, then it should always be folded. And very often I see too much hanging space in the closet, not enough folded space because people are hanging things that should be folded. Right. Agreed. Now, thank you so much for informing us on all of your service and just dropping all of your nuggets of wisdom and nuggets of knowledge. Um and your services are so awesome. And I agree with you. I don't think that they're, while they are luxury services, they're not only for people with luxury wardrobes. These are services people really should consider, especially when your real estate space at home doesn't, isn't enough space to house your wardrobe and your fine collectibles. So um, please let people know where they can find you, um, um, and about you, you know, where they can find your company on Instagram and Facebook. And so sure. they really. Um, Thank you for that. Yeah. Guard Robe, G-A-R-D-E-R-O-B-E, the French spelling. And our website's Guard Robe online. Uh, our uh, social media is at Endless Closets because that's what we like to call our wardrobe. So, you know, you can have unlimited clothing, endless closet space. And, um, yeah, and by all means, check out our blog. Even if you're wearing J. Crew and Gap and not Chanel and Hermes, uh, there's information on our there's information on our on our blog uh, that will be of interest to you and, and that will be beneficial to you no matter uh, you know no matter what budget you're on. I agree with that. I always check out your endless closets. Um, there's always valuable information on that on Instagram. Again, thank you, Doug Greenberg of the company Guard Robe. Thank you so much. I hope that some of my listeners really got some cool information, was enlightened about something, and just has some really cool takeaways. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Tell a friend, like if you like, subscribe, and be sure to leave a comment. We're here for you wardrobe boss podcast and if you have any questions for me just go on wardrobe boss podcast on instagram or wardrobe boss on instagram leave me a direct message i'm happy to answer any questions and thank you again for joining us have an awesome day wardrobe boss out wardrobe boss is hosted and produced by eliza perilla edited by ken johnson associate producer lauren turner executive producer ken johnson find the wardrobe boss podcast on apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast wardrobe boss is a mean old line media production